Welcome to the very first episode of this podcast, What Was That Again? My name is Elias, and I'm joined with our co-host. Isaac. Jess. I'm Neil. And this episode, we are going to talk about a kind of sick study. In 1929, two scientists at Princeton University wanted to test how the auditory nerve perceives sound. The test subject was a cat, at least it was heavily sedated, and they performed surgery on it to cut out part of its brain and insert a telephone wire. They attached it to its auditory nerve, and the other end was attached to a receiver. When one of the scientists said something to cat ears, the other scientist would hear him through the receiver in a soundproof room. Though it might just seem like a sick experiment, it did have some effects, like it led to the that helped them develop cochlear implants. And the cat, which they turned into the phone, it did survive the experiment, but the scientists killed it to see if the telephone would still pick up sound. It didn't, though. Sounds kind of sad. Yeah, I mean, they just, like, cut out part of its brain and then killed it. I want to know why a cat. Like, couldn't they use, hmm. have used, like, I don't know, maybe a bird or squirrel or something? I mean, I think cats do have a higher brain function than a lot of animals, so it might work better, but I'm not sure. I think it also would be easier on a larger animal. I think if they had something small like a brain, it would, it would be harder to perform the surgery. Makes sense. How old was the cat? Uh, I don't know how old the cat was, but I assume it must have been at least an adult so they could perform the experiment well and it would be fully developed, its brain area. And it turns out that does like the brain can connect itself to the telephone receiver and it just has helped many deaf people to like learn to hear better and i think that is helpful it was at least beneficial in some ways so how'd they put the wire inside the brain i mean i'm not a neurosurgeon but i guess they just cut out enough of the brain so they could access the auditory area and then they would just link them together i'm not really sure how that works it's interesting how something mechanical and human-made can just interface with a brain like that. Must have hurt. Yeah, it was a sedated cat, so I don't think I could feel it, but it's still got to be weird just to have your brain cut open. I wonder how it felt after it woke up and had a telephone inside of its head. I mean, I know they used to do, uh, they used to cut out parts of the brain to help with trauma and stuff back in the old days. So I guess that's kind of how they figured this might work. I mean, yeah, there are surgeries to remove parts of people's brains that can help them function. And they're really risky, but I think they do work. And also, it's important to note that this was done in 1929 when animal testing laws were really not strict or existent at all. And I think if this experiment was repeated today, it would not be well met. Okay, now we're going to go to weird laws in the U.S. And today we're going to discuss how many states have laws that restrict bathtubs. For example, in Arizona, you can't put a donkey in a bathtub, as well as in Georgia and New York. And in Arizona, in Arkansas, you can't put an alligator in a bathtub, though I can see that making sense. And in Michigan, people cannot sleep in bathtubs, and horses cannot be put in bathtubs in North Dakota, South Carolina... I want to know how they get, like, donkeys and horses into the bathroom to even get put in the bathtub. It seems like that would be pretty hard just to get the donkey into the bathtub for something that would be kind of pointless. Because once the donkey's in the bathtub, what do you do with it? 
and then you have to get it back out eventually, probably. Or an alligator. That must it must have been hard to get that in the bathtub. Oh yeah, I don't think I would want an alligator in my bathtub, even if it was legal. <laughs> you t- after you're done washing it, you come out missing a finger or something. Yeah, I mean, did they just want to clean their donkeys or horses? Because, I mean, I think it's clear that these laws are not used anymore. What about people in bathtubs? Yeah, in Michigan, they cannot sleep in a bathtub. And I think that's not as strange as having an alligator or a donkey in your bathtub. But it's still kind of weird just to have people not sleep in their bathtubs. So I guess it could make sense if a couple people drowned and then they decided it was too risky. Going back to the alligators, I guess if it's imprinted on you, then it might not bite your face off, but... I mean, I think if you own the alligator, it wouldn't be completely unreasonable to keep it in your bathtub rather than, like, on your couch. At least it would be in water. I don't know if they need it, but... Well, I don't think they need it because I've heard that a mother alligator or crocodile will sit guard over her eggs for, like, until they hatch. And then she goes back into the water. I mean, yeah, I don't think you would have to keep it in your bathtub. I think they only swim to feed. And it's just easier for them to move around in the water. So I don't think keeping them in a bathtub is even necessary. But then a donkey in your bathtub, like, it's kind of pointless. And, I mean, maybe they're just trying to wash it. Why wouldn't you do that with a hose, though? Yeah, maybe these are inexperienced equine owners. Maybe maybe they'd be trying to store it or, like, keep it from getting somewhere else, maybe. I mean, yeah, I guess if you didn't have a yard to keep it in, you wouldn't want to keep it in your living room. Maybe the bathroom or bathtub is just a better option. Yeah, but then your bathroom would smell like horse and donkey feces all the time. How many people have alligators as pets anyway? I mean, if they have a law about it in Arkansas, maybe they need it. (laughs) People in Arkansas just have alligators. I'd expect that more from Florida than Arkansas. Yeah. But, eh, who am I to judge? I mean, they can do whatever they want. Put alligators in their bathtub. Well, they can't put them in the bathtub. But then, could you put a, an alligator in your sink? Wouldn't that be the same? Depends if it were a baby. I mean, it would have to be small to fit. But What if it goes down the drainage chute? How do you get it out? Hmm. wonder if anybody's ever done that. What about a shower? Could you put it in a shower? I'm not sure there's enough room in a shower, given that showers are usually smaller than bathtubs. Yeah, it'd have to be a small donkey or horse to fit in a shower like a miniature one those are cute yeah all right thanks for tuning in and i think we'll see you next week bye adios adios